Welcome in to the Shop Management Show presented by AutoLeaf. I'm your host, Will. This podcast will explore the experiences, challenges, and lessons learned of auto repair shop owners. We'll cover every topic imaginable from EVs to ADOS, right to repair, the technician shortage, and so much more. AutoLeap is an all-in-one cloud-based shop management software that allows shop owners to better run their business, increase efficiency, and grow revenue. You can find a link to schedule a free demo with AutoLeap in the show notes of this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So I want to move now to another key topic that you covered in your AutoLeap webinar presentation from last year on shop finances, and that is cost of goods sold. So why is it pivotal for cost of goods sold to accurately reflect all relevant costs? And how does this influence the financial health and decision-making for your auto repair shop? If we make sure that we're tracking and measuring, then we can fix it. You know, we have to be able to see it see it in black and white and then know what's going on. Uh, just for instance, I, I did a shop evaluation and discovery call with a, with a potential client earlier today. They had two locations. The books were pretty good, or when I say books, I mean the income statement and the PRL looked pretty good, but all it said in the income line was income and it had all of the dollars thrown into income, which is great, but if you were to take that to somebody and try to sell the business, there's some questions that they would ask and some questions I would ask. First, first of all, I like to see that broken up into five different categories, uh, parts or whatever you call your parts, labor or service, tires, sublet, and shop supplies for everybody that's not in California and can charge shop supplies. But what I also want is I want an offsetting in the cost of goods sold for each one of those accounts. That way, if I'm looking at the, if I'm looking at the income statement, I can take the parts cost and just divide it by part sales, and I can tell really quick what my actual margin is. And and same thing with the with the labor cost, um, tires and things like that. Now, five categories is good for probably eighty to ninety percent of the shops. There, some might have towing, some might have another center. Um, if you have other centers that you have. Maybe you own a storage building out back where you've got like 40, 40 storage bays. Separate those things out so you can figure out the cost. Um, I, I often get contacted by uh, shop owners that have a repair shop and a towing business, and they just have it all lumped in there together. And then what, typically what we find when we separate all that out is one or the other businesses is not profitable and dragging the, or supporting the other one. So it, it helps you make smarter decisions. It helps you make informed decisions. But if you have those cost of goods in there, you can see really, really quick what's going on. Um, and, th and then just a general statement about income statements. Um, I want it to, to be on two pages or less typically. And, and if uh, a lot of what I see is shop owners send me income statements. They've got six lines on there where they've had expenses for the whole year and it's like a hundred dollars in a line. And, and my thinking is, is if it's less than a thousand dollars, it can probably be combined with something else. Let's save ourselves a line on there. And I think honestly, that if you're a little vague with that, with some of those categories, it's probably okay. But I, I want that document simple, simple and easy to read. Great insight there into how to organize that. You mentioned margins and, and monitoring those within that. I wanted to talk about optimizing for 
key shop KPIs, understanding your KPIs, and then understanding the adjustments you need to make. So, you know, we mentioned profit margin and gross profit margin. So what strategies can a shop owner implement to optimize these key shop KPIs that move the needle for their business and continue refining their business based on that data and information? Well, again, sorry to beat the dead horse, but if we track it and measure it, we can go. So gross profit, I want you to be 65% or better. And, and remember, with all these numbers, I want you to be or better. Something that we've started thinking about and, and are going to start talking about more is the gross profit per hour. And I think a shop that has a really, really good business is over $200 gross profit per hour. So if you can see that number and can calculate that, then that's, that's a really, really good metric to use. Um, parts margin, 50% or better. Tires, 30% margin or better. Uh, sublet needs to be 30% or better. I was doing a shop evaluation here recently, and they were basically breaking even on all their sublets, but they were taking a credit card for all those. So they were actually losing money for all of the sublets that they did and didn't really realize that. And, and so the other thing that we talked about was the average estimate. So I am super huge on the average estimate and tracking it. Most shop owners don't know what their labor, what their average repair order goal is. If you have an average repair order goal, that's great. But how do you get there? You have to also have an average estimate goal. So if, you're, if your average estimate goal is $600, but your average repair order goal is $900, then we're never going to get there. So you have to think about how, how everything you do, how writing up a ticket, how estimating, um, coming up with the recommended mileage-based services and things like that affect all of these tickets. And again, it has to be tracked and measured and you have to, somebody has to be monitoring that in order to make changes or make, make decisions. Another, another thing I found in a recent uh, discovery call was the shop, they keep raising their labor rate, which is fine, but their labor rate, their labor sales are just going up the labor rate. So there's no growth in the business. The, the, the business that the, or the, excuse me, the growth that the business is seeing is only from the labor rate increase. And so we should be having a 15 to 20% increase in car count and in turn sales. But um, in their case, car count was flat. Labor sales were a little bit up, but it's only because of the increase and their productivity was bad. So that was the thing that that came from all of that. We looked at that number to figure out what was wrong, and then we take what was wrong to come up with the solution. And so, again, if you're looking at these numbers and these metrics, you can figure out what's wrong, and then you can um, you can be the diagnostic or the diagnostician for the KPIs and then figure out how to fix the business or fix fix what's wrong. That actually leads me to my follow-up question there. Let's say you've done the full assessment of all these KPIs you just mentioned, as well as the healthy benchmarks that you need to aim for and exceed, and you completely fall flat in terms of across the board, all of these KPIs, your business is doing a lot worse than you thought it was. What would kind of be your first step after coming to that conclusion from a shop owner's perspective in writing the ship and correcting course? So the answer is never more cars, typically. And, and what shop owners think is, oh, if I'm doing 100 cars a week and I'm losing this much money, if I do another 50 cars a week, I won't lose as much money. But that is 100% that is not the case in this instance because, because you're losing money on every ticket 
and and you're not able to succeed, the first thing you have to do is go back and fix the broken processes and procedures. And it's funny, I talk to people a lot and they're like, oh, well, coaching companies, all they do is they tell you to raise your labor rate. They tell you to increase your parts margin. What you do is not that special. Well, we tell you that because that's usually the first things that are so screwed up that you have the most value and benefit for you. So if you're if you're a shop and you're in a position where cash flow is not correct or the margins are not correct, well, guess guess what has the best return on investment? It's fixing those things first. So so you have to go back and look and see what areas you're not doing very well in, and then you have to fix it. And the fixes are fairly easy. If your parts margin is is not correct, you put the parts matrix into the SMS. You return your cores on time. You make sure you're not ordering parts that you don't need, or you make sure that you return those. Or hopefully this is not happening. You identify the employee that's stealing from you and get them out of the business. So so that's not an issue. Um, on the labor margin side of it, you've got to take the technician cost plus their tax and benefit load and then come up with your um, uh, labor rate for you. And sometimes people see that number and they're like, oh my gosh, well, you know, if you're paying techs $40, $50 an hour or now, plus their tax and benefit load, some technicians are costing you $60, $70 an hour. And if that's where things are at with inflation and that's where the business is, then, then really what you need to do is you need to readjust your labor rate. Um, our industry is headed full on into a 200 plus an hour labor rate, but it shouldn't scare anybody because if you start calling dealers, there are dealers around the country that are already 300 plus. Like, I, like I've run across some here lately that are um, almost $400 an hour. And, and I'm not saying we need to match them because we can do what they do and do it better but it's out there. So you have to run your business properly in order to stay alive. Thank you very much for joining me today, Chris. Where can people find you and learn more about your business? So so you can go to autoshopcoaching.com and has all of our information on there. We also have some tools and um, tables like we were talking about and some downloads. You can also go there and click on the player and listen to the, the Weekly Blitz podcast to your desktop, or you can go to Apple and Spotify and listen to that there as well. Uh, you can email me, Chris, at autofixsos.com. That's C-H-R-I-S at A-U-T-O-F-I-X-S-O-S.com. And I'm I'm up to talking to anybody for 30 minutes. So if somebody has a problem, an issue in their shop, and they want to talk it through and, and see kind of what it is, um, make sure you reach out to me. You know, there's no reason for a shop owner to be failing um, at running their business or not know everything they need to know. There's so much more information now than there was 12 years ago or five years ago. And actually there's more information now than there was 30 minutes ago. Appreciate that, Chris, and appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. And we'll be back soon with the next episode of the Shop Management Show presented by Auto